Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's a big week in this country. I hope you're celebrating appropriately. It's Dog Bite Prevention Week, and we're going to talk about that with Dr. Kelly here on the Radio Vet on CPL Radio Online. Thank you for joining us today here on the Radio Vet with Dr. Kelly. Um, Dr. Kelly... Yes. I know one way of avoiding getting bit by a dog. What's that? Avoid dogs. Yes. Well, that should work. <laughs> That's a big part. I don't think too many people get bit by surprise dogs that didn't know we're there. <laughs> surprise dogs. <laughs> I'm going to name my dog next dog. Hey, here's my dog surprise. We have no idea what will happen. <laughs> <laughs> Hope for the best, expect for the worst. Um, so what... Um, yeah, so... Do... Yeah, there's a lot of statistics about dog bites that kind of put it in perspective a little bit. Mm-hmm. But um, interestingly, I think the the CDC, the Centers for Disease Control... They're here involved in, in this? The, here in the United States. <laughs> okay. Well, they compile a lot of statistics, okay. apparently. <laughs> yes, they, they do. <laughs> on an, in an average year in the United States, there are 4.5 million dog bites. That's a huge amount. Isn't it? And 800,000, so about 20%, seek medical care. That's on par with COVID, actually, when you think about the number. <laughs> it probably is, because you know what? If you do the math with how many people there are in the U.S., and this sounds really high to me, yeah. one in 73 people are getting bit. <laughs> that sounds like a lot. And yet, I have trouble blaming the dog. I, I it really feel like, sounds like a lot. <laughs> it does, it does. Um, and wearing a mask is not going to help. Unless the dog no, wears a mask. But. Surprisingly, it hasn't hurt, though. I really thought yeah. that dogs would be... Um, thrown off by the lack of communication that the mask um, maybe causes sure, on sure. people's faces yeah. because dogs are all about body language right, and facial right. expression Absolutely. rather than communicating verbally. So um, Must all be I've, in the brow. Yeah, exactly. I've been <laughs> pleasantly surprised by how the mask has not been a problem That's for dogs or cats. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, we'll they're, not, the, they're not looking at our mouths. We'll have to take the yeah, They're not listening to us at all. I mean, uh, <laughs> they're my getting dog all their and, info from other things. From other things. <laughs> so the good news is 81% of dogs Dog bites result in zero injury. That's good. That's a yeah. high number. That's yeah. good. And most of so those dog bites are what we call 
inhibited bites. Oh. Meaning, you know, the dog didn't mean to hurt you. He held back. They were, yeah. it was, yeah, it's, it, he held back. He, well, he or she could have done a lot worse. To that end, I mean, not to. yeah, I wrestle around with my terrier quite often with a couple of his favorite toys. Yeah. And um, occasionally my finger gets in the way and he'll, he'll chomp down and I mean, he'll break the skin once a year. But uh, yeah. if we're counting all of those, I can at least add 200 more to that. <laughs> <laughs> that I would call want. those play bites, <laughs> oh. and I would not count them. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's funny though, because when he does get me, sometimes I yeah. will actually, I'll, I'll, I'll make my voice very low and go, "Mr. Beasley," and it's great because his ears go flat and he oh. kind of arches his back. But that's it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> but I want to make sure he knows that you know that, and he actually he's very careful. I mean, it's it's kind of cool. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, yeah, it's a good boy. <laughs> so uh, I don't bite him. So <laughs> there's also um, a, you know a number of fatal dog attacks every year in the well, U.S. Yeah, you yeah. do hear about those. On, those make yeah, CNN usually. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so your chance of dying from a dog bite if you are involved in a dog bite is <laughs> yes. one out of 112,000. Yeah, 112,000. So I like those odds. Yeah, so putting yeah. that in perspective, you have a 1 in 63,000 chance of dying if you are uh, have contact with bees, hornets, or wasps. And wow. if you are in, in an air transport incident, your chance of death is one in 10,000, which, wow. hey, that's, that's actually pretty good, I yeah, think, if you're in a plane either. crash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's some, uh, yeah, there's yeah, good mitigation things there. Yeah. Um, and certainly if you have a pet wasp, <laughs> oh. there's just nothing we can do for you. <laughs> you're just weird. You've, you've chosen that. <laughs> yes. uh, if you're involved in a firearm discharge, sure. your chance of death is one in 7,000. Okay. And if you are choking, you're Mm. chance of dying is one in 3,500. That's pretty, I, I don't like that statistic at all. I'm going to be careful at lunch. Yeah, good Jeez. idea. <laughs> chew, chew, chew. Insurance right. <laughs> companies pay out an average of over $530 million in dog bite claims per year. That's a, ch- that's a good chunk of change, Yeah, it really actually. is, wow. which is why when you're getting your homeowner's insurance, yeah. they ask you about they your pets. They do, don't they? they and if you have a true. dog, they want to know what breed it is, yeah. what gender it is, yep. if it's neutered or spayed, Absolutely. because all of those things affect the likelihood yeah. of you getting sued over a dog bite <laughs> and <laughs> oh them my. having to pay out. They never ask about cats, though. Um. Yeah, you're right. It's kind of interesting. It's not too many and people cats, sue over cats I, I've for lost some more, reason. Right. I've lost more blood from my cats than I have from my dog. I'd that, be that's more sure. more. I'd be more afraid of the average cat bite than the average dog yeah, bite. Yeah. Uh, medically. Your, yeah. Totally. Because yeah, cats bite. Cat bites always get infected, and dog bites almost never do. Oh, we've got this all wrong on the insurance level. <laughs> <laughs> we got to work this out. <laughs> Someone's got to call farmers. But you know bum, the ba-dum, strength ba-dum, of ba-dum. the cat's jaw compared to right. You know, like yeah. your average mastiff. It's <laughs> the damage dog. Is really at a different level. All right, you got me. Yeah, the of the poor postal service employees. Oh dear! In 2020, there were 5,800 what they call attacks. Jeez! Now attacks. Uh, there was no criteria for defining <laughs> attacks, okay. which means you know a, a, do- a postal worker may have been walking across the front lawn and an excited dog jumped and thought they you know yeah. a postal worker had a tree sure, and sure. you know grabbed their arm and didn't even break skin. Right. Okay, that that could count if they yeah. reported it. I suppose that's true. Yeah. So with that in mind, I'm attacked every day about five forty-five when I walk in the door. <laughs> so I'm going to report those too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he just wanted to snuggle, but still. <laughs> so there. There, there is a predictable and normal 
um, sequence of events that precedes, not events, but sequence of body language, yeah. communication by the dog oh, that, sure. that leads up to a bite. They sell them just spring and bite. I mean, right. I don't think that's, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there are almost no truly unprovoked bites. I wouldn't think so, no. Yeah, no, no, it's just a whole lot of unknowingly provoked bites. Even a, even a rattlesnake gives you some warning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, they have you, a great warning. They have a wonderful, so I mean, you know. <laughs> oh, my. So that's good. <laughs> you get rattles on all the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so I think um, the biggest part of prevention, actually, is people learning to read body language yes. better in dogs. Yes. There's an awful yeah. lot of people who've own dogs for decades who still can't read dog body language and i'm always shocked by that are you saying some people might not be very bright no they're not in <laughs> oh because i am <laughs> i am you know do, do you think the average dog owner knows that a dog that a dog yawning is a sign of anxiety I do because I have a terrier, but most would not know. But yeah. I know that I mean, yeah. that's one of his 83 signals that he's uh, he's anxious. Yeah. Now, a dog could, you know, of course, in a relaxed situation at home, you know, probably yawn when it's tired, sure. just like we do. But when they're at the vet clinic and they're, you know, sitting there and they, they're trying to look calm, but they're yawning, mm-hmm. they're not tired. They're not craving a nap. <laughs> no. No. That's a sign of anxiety. Oh, my. You know, in dogs. And I think there's a lot of body language yeah, that people absolutely. aren't aware of. Absolutely. Um, which gets them in trouble as far as dog bites. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's sad because okay, usually the dog is the one who pays the ultimate price uh, on the back right. end of that, which is horribly sad. Yeah. So, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wise up, people. Listen to the radio vet with Dr. Kelly more often, will you? <laughs> I need the numbers. <laughs> so early um, in a in a situation where the dog's getting un- uncomfortable, they yawn and they lick. They lick their yeah. lips and they lick their nose. Yes. Um, then yes. if they per- if the situation gets a little worse, they start turning their head away. Yep. Yep. Uh, then if it gets even a little worse, they turn their body away. They sit. They paw, they might scratch at themselves when they really don't have to. Sure, sure. If it gets even worse, this is the point where they'll walk away. And they may come back, but they'll walk away. So dogs seldom are biting, if ever, are biting out of anger, they're biting out of fear. So Correct. it's all, all anxiety based. Oh yeah, the vast yeah. majority of dog bites are based on fear, yeah. not, um, not uh, what is it? Rage. Um, yeah, not rage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not of, offensive right, aggression, right. it's all defensive Stephen aggression. Stephen King did not help yeah. by writing the book Cujo, but that's, you know, <laughs> yeah. it is what it is. Then after the walk away, they will start creeping and put their ears back. So their ears, if they were stand-up ears, kind of have dropped a little at this point. Um, Then they'll stand with a crouch and tuck their tail. So now their back has a nice C-shape to it. My terrier does all these beautifully, yeah, by the way. He's yeah. got them down. <laughs> <laughs> then they'll lie down and put one leg up, like on their side, you know? Yeah. And that's that's kind of a final plea to... Back off. Back off. Yeah. They're trying to appease. Um, after that, okay, now they're going to start defending themselves. They, yeah. they Their body gets real stiff and they stare. <laughs> then they growl. Yeah. Then they snap. So yep. that's a, the most inhibited bite. They snap the air next to you or just near you or right. in front of you or just where they are then there's a bite yeah. after that if you don't back off at that point if and i think a lot of these probably happen in these types of situations uh we come across a dog who we don't know who is loose and what walking around and maybe unfortunately cute <laughs> and so people are feel compelled to oh i have to help that dog and if you're seeing those signs 
I wonder how many people will push through anyway thinking they have to do a good deed when in fact they probably should call their local animal control is what I'm yeah. thinking. But hopefully when it gets to the growl stage, you know, they're, by then they're lifting, they're showing the their li- teeth the and lip. wrinkling their yeah. nose yeah. and lifting their lips. I think most people go, oh. <laughs> at that point. <laughs> Time to walk away. Yeah. Yeah. I you mean, would hope. But I mean, again, if we're talking about like a Pekingese or a, uh, yeah. you know. They might not be put off by that. Right. Yeah, uh, the, exactly. cu- the cuteness factor overwhelms the lip factor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting. I mean, so, yeah. have you ever been bit by a dog? Like, really bit? I never have because, again, I when you're going through that checklist by number two or three, I'm like, this is not his day. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's not into humans today. I'm yeah. going to move on and that's what I do I just move on even if it's a dog that I think is in distress or in duress at, at that point then you call I would either call the lo- area, local authorities but I do I've seen that being pushed to that limit and I've seen people get bit mm-hmm. but, and then of course I'm always in the back being the neurotic Jewish guy in the back going don't do it no don't I wouldn't do that you're not you're not bright nope this is my mother talking you know so yeah it's they do it then they do it anyway because nobody ever listens to me um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah I mean so I don't get in those situations because I'm immediate, I'm naturally risk averse. I probably I probably should work for Geico. Um, so anyway, but yeah. So no, I have never been in that situation. I've been bit by a rabbit. That's it because oh. I, because I wasn't smart because I kept kind of saying you're so cute, and then I got bit, and I'm like, okay, that was moronic on my part, and the rabbit did exactly what he should have done. So yeah, yeah. And, oh, but that, right. that bite hurt. Yeah. Oh, rabbits can take you apart. Yeah. So I re- I recall a um, really the only time I've been bit. I was just going to ask you're yeah. in more of a situation to get bit well, than I, I am. I see the ladder of <laughs> aggression on a daily basis. Yes, of course you, you've got anesthetics at your disposal. True, and but if you know, if, okay, this dog needs vaccines, but it's already reached the um, uh, what crouched or the sure. even growl stage. Right. We're like, okay, we can do this in one minute. Here's a muzzle. Right. Yeah. And oftentimes, once they're wearing a muzzle, they're like, oh, fine. <laughs> I know I get like that once I get muzzled. Yeah. I, I just back down at that but point. But if they really, you know, literally lose their minds, they're yeah. they're crying, they're yeah. rolling on the floor, they're screaming. It's like, well, we're not doing this today. Yeah. You're yeah. going to have to come back with drugs yeah. because it's just not humane. <laughs> right, it's right. It's not humane. Right, that's true. Yeah. yeah, you don't want to develop that kind of relationship with your with your patient. Right. You yeah. know, so yeah. uh, how, well, and I have to ask you, like, you know, every week you have, an, you have the opportunity to be bit. I mean, mm-hmm. how <laughs> no, multiple times a day, <laughs> really, really, when you think about it. So, how often does it get to that point every week? I mean, obviously, you know your owners and your pets by and large, but still, I have to imagine it can be a wild card, can it? I mean, is um, it? or no? Maybe I'm way off. <laughs> no, I'd say maybe we just you know for safety and logic reasons, um, yeah. and just listening to the dog's yeah. body language, we probably muzzle between fifteen and twenty percent of dogs. That's for okay. specific yeah. things. Sure. You know, some dogs only need a muzzle for a nail trim. Right. <laughs> some, and now they're fine with everything else. Sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Okay. But, you know, it's important to know a muzzle doesn't hurt a dog. No. No. It doesn't hurt at all. No, not a bit. In fact, <laughs> so, uh, we used to do that with my Greyhound when he would go to um, dog parks and stuff, not because he was vicious or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's just that his instincts are such that if a small yes. dog that looks like a bunny rabbit comes by, he may actually go after it and murder it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's not 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 malicious. He'll, he yeah, will he will not kill out of rage. He kills out of, oh, it's time for me to kill this thing now. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's so automatic. We, right. So we muzzled him for that very reason. People were always at the dog park, but that's why we stopped going to the dog park because people at the dog parks were insane. Um, 
um, I didn't say that. Um, <laughs> but uh, they would they would yell at me and be like, "Oh, that's so cruel!" And I'm like, "No, I'm doing you I'm doing you a favor, Mister right. Mister Chihuahua over there. Yeah, <laughs> I want your dog to continue to live. You know, well then he shouldn't be in a dog. And it was this whole thing. Oh my gosh, it's so political at dog parks. Yeah. <laughs> the politics of dog parks just yeah, I was like it can it's, be. It's exhausting. <laughs> so we'll just stay home. <laughs> But anyway, so well, this is really interesting. I mean, it does bring up a lot of interesting things. Like, if a dog, you know, if we have a dog owner who has a dog that bit someone, do they? Do you get involved in any of those type of things? Um, only is insofar as when a bite is when someone seeks medical attention uh, for a bite, the mm. doctor who sees the wound has an obligation to report it. So sure. the police have to do a report. Right. And then the dog has to undergo a 10-day rabies quarantine. Right. And if they're in the state of Wisconsin anyway, if their rabies vaccine is current, yeah. uh, the quarantine is at home. Okay. But okay. they have to have an exam three times during that 10 days by a veterinarian just to make sure, oh, there's no signs of rabies. Yeah. So on day one, on day 10, and somewhere in the middle. We have to fill out yeah. that form, sign off on it, yeah. and then they have to return it to the police. Okay. How often in that situation are is has rabies been a factor? I've never seen rabies. This is what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's what I was. I kind of expected that answer. Yeah. But I was curious. I mean, okay. there are cases, you yeah. know, every year, as, um, still in dogs, cats, even um, outdoor rabbits, yeah. cows, horses, um, and there are human exposures, you know, yeah. every year, and human cases of rabies still a few yeah. every year in the U.S. So it, it's it's still here. Oh, it's still here. Yeah. But I think we've certainly between vaccinations oh, yeah. and mitigation, other you know, like not being leash laws yeah, yeah. yes <laughs> exactly <laughs> precisely so all good things well that's good so here we are dog bite prevention week and uh and i think we can prevent that pretty <laughs> i think we've got this one on the run <laughs> you know so that's good so with the last few minutes of the show here i have to ask you a very weird oh, question right. a weird weird bizarre question okay what about a weird animal um my daughter my daughter number two who's 17 and highly highly uh, responsible i mean just you know she wants an axolotl help. Oh, yeah. Those are interesting. Yes, they are. <laughs> they seem, they're very delicate. Everything I've read about is like, you have to spend, you have to be a chemist and you have to make sure the water is just yeah. so or else they get depressed I, and die. <laughs> I would imagine that that's very true because um, special, what, special pets like reptiles, sure. for example. yeah. And not even the ones that are in the water, but you know, hey, reptiles sure. like uh, like your average chameleon, bearded dragon, uh, and uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They need the right light wavelength, right. the right number of hours per yes. twenty four hours of exposure, right. the right temperature gradient inside their cage. <sighs> And the right humidity. You have to basically otherwise, create a biome. Otherwise, yeah. over time, they get very, very sick. They don't yeah. get sick quickly. Right. They don't do anything quickly as reptiles. They do everything <laughs> super slow. But, My God, um, I'm a reptile. <laughs> <laughs> but they get very sick. Yeah. And like over 90% of their illnesses are caused by husbandry issues, meaning yeah. they're living in the wrong environment. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> 
So it's doable, but yeah, it's probably kind of hard. Yeah, that's what I thought. And I'm just, I mean, of course I said, if you're going to go down this road, you walk this, you walk with that certainly. And she has, she's done, definitely done diligence. Um, uh, But I said, you walk this road alone because I have a life to go to work. I can't just sit here testing pH all day, you know? (laughs) I got to go go have a job, you know? I don't want to be the lifeguard for an axolotl, you know? Sitting in my chair with my red shorts. Um, so, have you seen one in your travels? No. Okay. No, well, only may. in well, pictures. You may. <laughs> <laughs> they're cute. They are cute because they're always smiling. Yeah. That's the thing that's hilarious about yeah. them is that they're just, they seem, I mean, that's just obviously their physiology or whatever, but maybe like, look how happy they are, you know? Like, well, no, maybe they're in agony. We don't know that. You, know? Maybe they're you t- have to learn <laughs> their body language. <laughs> Great. We get bit by a smiling axolotl. Right? They're not happy. It's axolotl uh, bite Smile prevention. Smile doesn't mean what you think. <laughs> bite prevention week for axolotls. No, they eat meat. I found that out about too. Oh. They, they like they, they like they like ground beef, ground uh Are they really insect eaters? Is that really what Yeah, they uh eat? mealworms, bloodworms, Got that sort it. of thing. Okay. Big time. Yeah, that's the thing. That's their jam. So um, all right. Well, it may happen, it may not. I'm I'm leery, but she's excited, so you know. And she's going off to college in Vermont. I'm like, you want to take an axolotl from Wisconsin to Vermont? <laughs> she's not gonna like that trip at all. I don't see yeah. any version of that that's great. <laughs> I don't know. I've moved cross country with a dog, a cat, a ferret. And Oof. two parakeets all in the same car. Yeah, Oof. yeah. And the parakeets were the only one in the cage. Okay, so <laughs> it was the it was fine. Bravery, was bravery. Yeah. Apparently, Axel is like um, this. Is what's weird about them too? They like chillier water. They like um, okay. mm-hmm. sixty one to sixty four. Now I know you can heat water, but I'm like, what do I have to drop an ice cube in every two hours? How do we keep it at that slightly oh. cooler temp? And I don't know. There's there's some weird fan that I saw they were selling that would huh. seem weird to me, but. I and I guess you could achieve it. I mean, you know, here in Wisconsin, it's not like it. Besides, you know, besides presently, it actually, yeah, it's cool enough yeah. that I think water would naturally in your house stay probably in that sixty-five. I think it'll stay whatever room temperature is room eventually. Temperature, right, yeah. right, yeah. Oof, it'll just act. You know, it'll just slowly turn room temperature. Oh so rather than some kind of heater, like you have to have for other anti it must yeah. have to have some kind of cooling cooling thing, which just slight is not. Yeah. The, it didn't. The Amazon didn't carry them. <laughs> It's mm-hmm. any tank coolers on Amazon, so mm-hmm. yeah, and Amazon has everything. So right. um, yeah, it's interesting. I yeah, we'll see how it goes. But they're you know, and it's funny the price range. Finding a breeder, an axolotl breeder in Wisconsin, has been weird because there's not too many of those either. They uh-huh. range between fifteen dollars and two hundred. Wow. <laughs> The 200 one being like, you know. Rainbow colors. Is, yeah, weird, uh, yeah. strange, yeah. Um, but the one we see in pictures all the time, like the pink one, the pink, the pink Smilers, yeah, yeah, they're pretty cheap. <laughs> so, Aww. you know, they croak, I guess. I'm not out a big you know, chunk of change, but gee whiz, I don't know. Oh, boy. Well, stay tuned, everybody. The axolotl files will be uh, tacked on to the end of various episodes going forward, I'm sure. <laughs> so, and be careful if that dog is curling his lip. Yes. It means he's, you know, looking for action and you don't want that kind of action. Yeah. Yeah, I really wish there was, you know, some kind of little bit of education included for kids, you know, in their curriculum about, hey, let's talk, let's look at these pictures of different dogs and let's watch a few videos and see if we can tell when the dog gets anxious and unhappy with the situation. Yeah, Humane Society should, I mean, they do tours and stuff, they should tack that onto their... I bet those already exist, they're just not part of everybody's education. Well, you know... But when you've got, you know, 85 
zillion dogs in your country. It's not a bad idea. And our idea. insurance rates are spiking by the, by the hour. <laughs> right. Thanks a lot, everybody. All right. <laughs> Next week on Dr. Kelly, she'll be here and we'll talk about stuff. <laughs> we'll figure something out. We'll figure something out. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.